back. Welcome back, yeah. This is the second installment of... What are we calling this thing? Um... I don't know yet, but... The Ice Wolves... Podcast Podcast thingy. thingy. Okay. Bobby. <laughs> um... When we last left our heroes, we just finished chapters 1, 2, 3. In Kansas, and now we're in Colorado. That's right. We're in a bedroom in a cabin in Colorado, Rocky Mountains. That's why the audio might sound a little bit worse than last time. Might be better. You don't know. Yeah, it might be better. So we're uh, we're taking a little break from vacation to record this and discuss chapters four through seven. Should we just jump right in? Yeah. All so, right. Do you want to do you want to talk right? about? Okay. Yeah. Chapter four starts off naked in the alley. Mr. Anders has just finished transforming back into a person and he's naked and he's scared because, I mean, what is he, 13 years old? Yeah. Nothing is more scary for a 13-year-old boy than to be naked. And then three wolves sniff him out and they come up and they transform into two adults, male and female, and one girl. And they give him clothes. And... We're introduced to these new characters. The girl is named Elizabeth, and she's short like Raina, and she's wiry and short, has short black hair with curls. She has white skin and lots of freckles. And the man, his name is, how do you say his name? Um. Hain, H-A-Y-N. I kinda did Hain. Hain? I don't. Let's choose how we're going to say it. I thought Hanes, Hanes like your underwear, it's spelled kind of like that. But Hane or Han. How do you want to say it? You choose. Han. Han. All right. So he comes right up and says, hey, welcome to the pack, buddy. You're, you're a wolf just like us. So you're one of us. We totally trust you. You're in. And uh, it's pretty much, isn't that kind of how you thought he acted? Yeah, he's like... A little bit more formal, but... Well, you're in now. Yeah. Part of the pack. No going back. You have to be in here. And did we get the woman's name? I don't think we did. Did we? I don't remember. Yeah, they didn't talk much about her, but yeah. she said, Hey, check out this amulet. This amulet keeps your clothes from ripping off every time you transform. <laughs> you're going to need one of these. <laughs> Helps you control when you change too, so you don't just change when you get upset or emotional, because that's what happens. Whenever they get too excited, they just change. So then, uh, he tried to take him back to the place. That's right. When Anders calls him, his name's Han Mekinson, but Anders calls him Harrow Mekinson, and I think that means Mr. or Sir. I think that's a formal formal, uh, what do they call it, when you're show, show of respect, formal salutation, yeah. which is the opposite of Dama, D-A-M-M-A, in this book. So just kind of a weird, fun little linguistics thing they added. And, uh, and Anders points out that uh, Elizabeth is the first student he's ever seen that wasn't in a group of four students. I don't know if that's important or not, but yeah. she's a little different, and she seems nice. So go ahead, do they take them? So they take them 
to the wolf guard place and then uh like don't they go and get new wolf guard clothes they're on their way but anders spots that jero kid that dirty uh blonde guy oh yeah they dirty blonde guy and he signals him with a fist and a thumb combination which is every street urchin knows it's a it's a call for help that you can't ignore so then he causes a commotion and they get away they get away and Gerald dumps over a barrel of fish which yeah. are smelly so that helps cover the odor I think yeah covers trail and then Anders ran away with him passing him a warm cloak he got yeah yeah because payment he's no longer naked they each of the wolf guard gave him some clothes right so then yeah. for payment Anders gave the cloak to Jero. That's the end of chapter four. That was a quick one, but it was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So chapter five, Anders steals some boots, goes looking for Reyna at their prearranged meetups because apparently they get into trouble a lot and they split up and then they meet back at these prearranged places, right? Yeah. So he goes to like, I don't know how many they say, 12? Yeah. And then he finds, like, a drawing of a, of soup. Yeah, it's like a smiley face with three wavy lines on it. And he goes, oh, that means soup. And, and he has this whole, one time he got sick and Raina got him soup. Oh, yeah, they kind of, yeah. they reminded him where to go. Yeah, and that told him where the shop they were meeting at. Okay. Oh, but that was the second night. Because he went back to their tavern, attic tavern, the first night. And Kess the cat didn't want anything to do with him. Because he now stinks like a wolf. Yeah. And the cat's like, nope. So he took off. So then they go to this Dama Sancho's shop. It's the best best soup in town, right? Yeah. And Rain is there. Just kind of sitting on the roof. Mm -hmm. And this rooftop meadow goes for an entire city block. So every city block is an entire meadow. I think that's pretty cool. So what did Brenda think about becoming a dragon? Was she as frightened as, as her brother was when he became a wolf? So she transformed and then the spears that the ice wolves launched at her, she said turned into bruises but nothing more. And then she enjoyed the feel of flying through the air. She thought it was awesome, didn't she? Yeah. And then she uh, went to a farmhouse and, like, in the middle of nowhere and transformed naked. And she had to go get clothes. Oh, yeah, she got a nice yeah. pretty blue, what, dress? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Anders had to explain that he transformed into a wolf. Oh, yeah, because she didn't see that. Yeah. She just flew off and did her own thing. She was shocked, wasn't she? Yeah. Then they had the whole talk of, we're still twins. Did he, he was questioning that for a yeah. minute. He's like, am I really even related to this girl? Mm-hmm. Because it's not supposed to happen like that. You're either a wolf or a dragon, right? Yeah. 
I don't know if it's important or not, but Raina has a pair of hairpins with some runes on it that they think might might have some magic to it. Yeah, because it didn't uh, fall off when she transformed. Oh, that's right. It stayed with her. That's pretty much all that happened in Chapter 5. Yeah. Any thoughts before we move on to Chapter 6? Uh, not really. Okay, let's blow through it. All right, Chapter 6, look for... Oh, they look for rumors. They go... Yeah, they look for rumors about what happened at the various places. Raina stayed on the rooftops because uh, she might be recognized. Oh, yeah, the, the whole wolf is looking for her, right? Yeah. Because they think she's a spy. They think they were, she was sent there to... Oh, this comes up. One of the rumors are that you know dragons are evil and always prey on the weak. And that another rumor was Raina was trying to break the staff so that nobody could test the kids and then nobody would ever transform, right? Yeah. So there wouldn't be as many wolves. And she gets mad and almost transforms when she hears that one. Yeah. And then she gets mad again. Then what happens? Then... Uh... She uh, transforms. She gets. She loses control and transforms. Immediately, she's surrounded by six wolves. Get her. Yeah, and so Anders transforms too because he gets excited, right? Yeah. There go his clothes. There go her clothes. And then, surprise, surprise! A second dragon just appears in the sky, and everybody takes cover. Except this one guy and one woman. Yes. And they kind of walk out. And they go into a three-point stance. That means two feet and one hand down the ground. And then they turn into dragons and transform and take flight and help corral Reyna. Because the dragons are trying to catch her. Yeah. And she's trying to outrun them, but she is 15 feet long, and they're all 30 feet long. Yeah. And so you've got three dragons surrounding the middle dragon, and they're just corralling her off to the mountains. Where Anders assumes that they're going to eat her or something. You think? Like, they said, like, kidnap and torture that's probably what he thinks. Yeah. What do you? That's what he thinks. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll talk about this in a second. So, so then he, uh, after that, Anders decides he needs more skills and knowledge to rescue his sister, so he should join the Ulfar Academy. So, he needs. He says he needs to learn what they know about dragons, and two, he needs to control how he transforms. Learns how to control that, because he can't be having to go steal new clothes every twice a day and that's uh that's chapter six and we're reading chapter seven too right yeah yeah so in chapter seven there are wolves coming back from uh scaring off the dragons like they thought they were and then uh anders uh, gives himself away and 
He learns how to talk. He realizes they can communicate as wolves, yeah. right? Just by what? By twitching their ears and stuff. Yeah, body language and things like that. And what that make him realize? Um, it would be really hard or impossible to lie to them because he would accidentally give away what he was thinking. Yeah, that's going to be tricky for him, isn't it? Well, since he's already decided to to uh, train with them, then they go into all to the All Fair Academy. And in contrast to the city that has colorful greens and yellows and blues, inside the Academy courtyard was a grim blue-gray stone. And it, there's a quote from the book. It looked like weeds wouldn't dare grow up from between the cracks. Everything is an orderly design, and it's really dull, but uh, kind of harsh, tough. And then you find another artifact. There's this lady, Dama Lindell, and she's folding shirts with a machine that automatically folds shirts. So there's artifacts all over the place in this book. And Hane's teach and uh, Hane, the the lead wolf that he ran into earlier, is actually one of the leaders. He didn't realize that. Yeah. And then he teaches him how to control his transformations. He talks about a sock analogy. Do you remember what that was? I just wrote my notes about socks, but I couldn't really get it. Do you remember it? Uh, like, it's kind of like inside-out socks. One side of the sock is the wolf, the inside yeah. is the person or something. And so if he wants to transform, he has to act like he's changing his socks or something. I didn't yeah. quite get it. Did it make sense to you, or do you want to read that part? Um... It's okay if you can't find it right away. It's not. It was just kind of weird. I thought it was kind of nice of him to try to help already. Already help train him. One thing that he ends up doing is he's in his conversation. He calls anyone who can't shape, change shape. He calls them the humans, yeah. as if they're we're different than them. And then they go to the Friar Solf's office. And Big he, leader. Yeah, she's she's the main leader that had the staff and was transforming the kids, you know. And as soon as they get there, Hyen says good luck and leaves them to enter. Anders goes in and he's honest with her. He tells her his real name, which is like breaking rule number one is the... Yeah, Urchin. Urchin, yeah. And she says, you need to call me Sigrid. And she has, um, she basically welcomes him and she says... Uh, Oh, she's got a magic mirror for communication, so she can just talk in this mirror. And yeah. I don't know if it's the like, other person has to have a mirror. They don't. They just she just talks to whoever. I think it's like a cell phone that uh, when Anders was was talking to her, she kind of like looked away and then uh, was talking to her into her cell phone, which was really rude. <laughs> well, I I don't I know mean, if it's a one way deal. I think. I think you just have to have that mirror and you can talk to anybody you want. I don't think they have to have a mirror too, but I don't know. It was pretty cool. So she says, hey, send in Lisbeth. So Lisbeth comes over and says, hey, I'm here. What do you want? And then 
she assigns her to show Andrews around. And Andrews is like, why? Why does it have to be the same girl who saw me naked on the Pretty much. Paint? Yeah. And so she uh, kind of helps him get settled in, shows him the room that apparently he is going to, he's going to share a room with Lisbeth and another boy and another girl, which was kind of weird, I thought, because they're, they're not even yeah. teenagers yet. But uh, she comes and gets him, gives him a uniform, and uh, they go back to that lady who was folding clothes, that Lindahl, and she gives him a new amulet. Mm-hmm. And then they go to the room. Anders is thinking, man, I should steal another one and give it to my sister so she can control her stuff, too. Yeah. So he tried to see the combination on the lock, but she hit it low. Mm. I missed that part. Good, good catch. We saw like a six and a five, and that's it. Okay. So, we learned a little bit about the other two people. Victoria is a girl, uh, roommates. Victoria is a girl, and she's kind of spoiled. She doesn't make her bed. Kind of a rich girl. Yeah. And then Zacharias is a boy, and he can draw really well. Usually does wolves and dragons. Mm-hmm. And then right towards the end of the chapter, Elizabeth says something interesting. She says... Yeah, Zach, Zacharias is a good artist. And that's unusual because dragons are usually the artists. So, I think Lisbeth knows some things. Yeah. So, that's the end of chapter seven. What do you think about the, what do you think about this little section? Any general comments? Um, right. Not really. Okay. Well, what do you think about the new minor characters and? How know. do you know they're minor? Well, we don't. The new new characters. Well, the protagonist is is right now. It's Anders and Reina was, and she probably is. Might have two protagonists. Can you do that? Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, what do you think of? Uh, let's see, Hayden. Do you think Hayden's a guy that we can trust? Is he a good guy? Um. Maybe. What about uh, Sigrid? Think we can trust her? I don't know. She seems pretty like. Uh, mean and doesn't like the dragons at all. He's trying to get. Yeah. As I'm asking you these questions, I think I think that the Wolfguard kind of have their own agenda. They're just like warriors against the dragon no matter what. And the dragons probably are the same way. They're against all the Wolfguard, if not all the people. What about Lisbeth, though? She seems kind of neutral. She seems kind of yeah. open and maybe maybe she could be convinced to be cool. Yeah. Because right now, um, Reyna and Anders are kind of in between the two warring parties, you know, the dragons and the wolf guard. Yeah. 
I just had a thought. If you look at the cover, mm -hmm. the girl on the right looks kind of like Elizabeth. Let me see. Yeah. Yeah, that might be her. Because she's wearing the same Wolfguard outfit. White skin, dark black hair, curly. Yeah, I bet that's her. So now we know she's a good guy. Probably. Because you can always trust the book by its yeah. cover, right? Okay, what do you think Haynes' opinion and the other wolf guards are of us humans? Do you think, what do you think they think of us? Uh, probably weak, always getting into trouble. Do you think they don't like us? Do you think they think they're better than us? Um, I don't know. I don't either. I just wonder if they think they're uh, here to protect us or if they're just more like. I don't know. I wonder why they do what they do. If they think less of us than. If they think we're not as good as they are. Why would they protect us? Maybe because. Uh, they have family and stuff. Yeah, but that's it. They probably still are a little bit connected to the humans, as they yeah. call us. Humans. All right, here's my last question for you. Since Anders is alone for the first time in his whole life, he doesn't have Raina to make all the decisions for him. He has to make the decisions and take the actions himself. Do you think his character is starting to mature or change any? Um, maybe. That's all you got? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> That's all I got. So far, you got any, any examples? I mean, he's... Oh, wow, look at the time. We have to go. No, I think he's he's not taking the back seat anymore. Remember, he just used to let her drive, and he'd say, mm, you missed a turn. <laughs> and she'd keep going? Yeah. Now he's the pressure of taking care of himself on him. We'll have to watch that throughout the next rest of the book, huh? Yeah. Okay. I think that's good. I think you're right. Look at the time. Mm -hmm. This one was a lot quicker than the other one because... We didn't have to introduce all the characters and all that stuff. So we hope, uh, any final thoughts at all? Um, Elizabeth is probably the, uh, one of the good guys. Yeah, maybe there's three good guys now. Yeah. Hope so. Well, join us next time for chapters, what are we doing, 8, 9, 10, and 11. I believe, yeah. 8 through 11. So we'll get to reading, and then you get to reading, and then we'll all meet back here and listen to episode number three. Thanks for listening. How do I end this thing? Oh, there we go. But I don't know if it paused. Oh, well. Let's, uh, can you log back in? I think it's still going.